0: Politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat
1: starts now. Welcome to the 47th episode of Five Questions with Dan Shaw Bell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the number one New York Times bestselling author of The Five Love Languages, Gary Chapman. Born in China Grove, North Carolina, Gary graduated the Moody Bible Institute, received bachelor's and master's degrees from Wheaton College in Wake Forest. He continued his education at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, receiving both a master's of religious education and a doctor of philosophy degree. In 1971, Gary joined the Calvary Baptist Church in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and now holds the title of Senior Associate Pastor. In 1992, he published his first and most notable book, The Five Love Languages, which has now sold over 11 million copies in 49 languages. Since then, he authored many other books in the Five Love Language book series, including his latest, entitled Love Language Minute for Couples. Currently, Gary travels the world presenting seminars about building healthy relationships between couples, families, and teams. My ex-girlfriend suggested I take the 5 Love Languages assessment. I scored a 9 for quality time, an 8 for words of affirmation, and only a 2 for receiving gifts. My Love Languages profile makes sense because quality time means a lot to me and makes me the most fulfilled in any relationship. I encourage you to take the assessment, and I am confident that you'll enjoy Gary's words of wisdom in this episode. You've spent decades as a counselor and pastor. What is the most common mistake people make that hurts their relationships, and how do they stop making it?
2: Ooh, that's a big question. You know, I would say that uh, one of the biggest things is selfishness. We all see the world through our own eyes. And we don't naturally see them through their eyes. So, learning to listen to each other and uh, be empathetic with what they're saying, even if you don't agree with them, uh, and let them share their thoughts, their opinions, their ideas, and be able to say, you know, I think I hear what you're saying. It makes sense. And it always makes sense in their head. Uh, it makes sense. Uh, Now, let me share my perspective. And you you spend your energy trying to look for a solution rather than trying to win an argument. Uh, That's one of the key issues, I think, in marriage.
1: How can knowing our love languages help bring us closer together at work and at home?
2: Well, I think uh, the love language concept deals with the deep emotional need that all of us have to feel loved by the significant people in our lives. And if you're married, the person you would most like to love you is your spouse. And the love language helps you to communicate love effectively. Uh, You know, most couples love each other. I mean, they would say we love each other. Certainly in the early years, we love each other. We love each other. But we don't always feel loved. And it's because we're expressing love in a way that would make us feel loved, but not in a way that would make them feel loved. And so that's why learning the primary love language of the other person is extremely important if you're gonna be effective in communicating love and meeting the deep emotional need to feel love. Same principle is true in work relationships, only there we normally don't call it love, we call it appreciation. If we feel appreciated in the workplace, uh, then we give it our best. If we don't feel appreciated, uh,
1: then we tend to do what we can get by with. What is the delicate balance between self-care and care for others?
2: Well, I think self-care in a sense has to come first. That is the fundamentals of self-care, eating, sleeping, exercise. I mean, those are kind of the fundamentals of the physical body. And then keeping emotionally healthy yourself, which means working through any difficulties you have from past experiences, working through those emotions of hurt and pain and anger and whatever might be there so that you can be the person you were designed to be. And then the caring comes. When we care for ourselves, now we have the ability to reach out and care for others. And that's essentially what love is. It is looking out for the benefit of the other person. It's trying to enrich their lives. Love is actually the opposite of selfishness. And so when we take care of ourselves, then we have the ability to reach out and genuinely love others.
1: How has technology impacted relationships and what's the best way to use it to get closer to others without letting it get in the way?
2: You know, technology can be an asset or a liability to relationships. Uh, The asset, we can tell pretty easily, you know, the opportunity, to use social media to interface with each other. Like when I'm out of town, which I am a lot speaking around the country, uh, you know, to be able to text my wife uh, when I know she wouldn't be available to talk to her or to send her a photo of where I am and what's going on in my life. That's good for relationships. So technology can really help us develop positive relationships. I think uh, the downside is that we can be sitting in the same house, maybe even in the same room, Both of us are on Facebook or some other social media, uh, listening to what other people are saying, interfacing with other people, and we are physically in each other's presence, but nothing is going on between us. We're in two different worlds. Uh, I think the key is to ask yourself as a couple, how can we utilize technology to enhance our relationship? And what are the things that we need to avoid uh, in order to keep away from those things that pull us apart?
1: And what is your best piece of career advice?
2: If we understand that life's deepest meaning is found in serving others, and you apply that to your career, that is you're asking yourself, how can I enrich the lives of other people? You know, I was walking across the uh, University of Virginia campus uh, some time ago, I was speaking in in their auditorium, and in a side door uh, etched in stone above the door were these words, you are here to enrich the world, and you impoverish yourself if you forget the errand. And I thought, wow, (laughs) I wish every university had that as a motto. And I wondered how many students ever stopped and read that. But as far as career, to me, that's it. You seek to use your career to enhance the lives of other people, to enrich the lives of other people. And when you do that, chances are you will not only have successful relationships, but you'll also have a successful
1: business. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Gary. To follow his journey, you can read his book Love Language Minute for Couples and find him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram where he shares his inspirational and heartfelt quotes, relationship advice, helpful articles, live appearances, and conferences. We hope
0: you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com review now.